After six months of cultural shows, concerts, and summits, close to 25 million visitors, Expo 2020 Dubai is over. But what happens next? What will stay and what will go? Ahmed Al-Khatib, the Chief Development and Delivery Officer for Expo 2020 Dubai, tells us how the now iconic site will be transformed into a city where people live, work, and play. You know, since the opening of the Expo and how things developed since the opening until now, it's been really amazing to see the reaction of public and countries and participants from entire different groups like uh, Coming to the expo early in the morning, you see the school kids walking around the site, enjoying playing, uh, interacting with the pavilions. It's uh, priceless, actually, that all the hard work that everybody worked on through the past years is actually showing the uh, good results with the public. And uh, of course, like you come at night, you see the night crowd, you come and you walk around restaurants, you see the restaurants crowd. So, and really it made me on a personal level realize what an expo is. Because, uh, you know, it's not only a place for countries to come and celebrate, it's a place for uh, musicians to come and enjoy music from all over the world, chefs to come and enjoy food from all over the world, or people, of course, architecture, like for architects to come and, and like see like really beautiful architects from all over the world, engineers to see like engineering challenges and the buildings and the build of the expo. So it's just an amazing feeling to see it now coming to an end. It's, it's emotional and non-emotional. You don't know, should I be happy? Should I be sad? Through the site, of course, like we will, the physical site, uh, a lot, everything almost will remain of what was built to Expo, except some countries will have to, the self-built ones, they will have to uh, dismantle their pavilions and send it back to their home countries, which is also like reflects the sustainability principle of reusing the buildings in their home countries. As far as, uh, you know, the journey of Expo and the sustainability uh, theme, you know, it's not only about the physical site, it's also about the people, about the social and economical sustainability that Expo has impacted and created. And most importantly, the values of Expos that were born during the Expo and the built of Expo, and uh, how to carry them throughout the legacy stage and to magnify them and magnify the impact of them across the country. So the principle of sustainability is everywhere across different spectrums, not only the physical build, but so many things. Of course, the infrastructure is remaining. All the buildings like sustainability, mobility, pavilion, uh, opportunity are staying. Of course, like uh, definitely UAE Pavilion, El Wassel, the landscaping, the two parks, the exhibition center, the water feature, all of those, the, the garden in the sky, all of those were built with the, you know, to stay since day one. And whatever will be removed is just the event overlay, security gates, signages to, needs to be corrected and uh, to the legacy stage. We did look at the legacies of Shanghai and uh, Milan and also the previous ones. However, like when it comes to Expo 2020 Dubai, is uh, totally different because uh, you know the approach is also totally different when we built expo 
the whole investment and the whole uh, vision was to build the future city and the legacy and uh, that future city happened to host Expo. So the entire approach was everything to build it uh, for legacy. Hence, it's the most sustainable Expo throughout the history of Expos over the last 170 years, whether it, if it's from the sustainability KPIs or whether it's from the uh, footprint of the Expo after the Expo event finishes as in terms of legacy. So when we planned the, the Expo, everything we asked the, ourselves a question, how this place will look like or location will look like uh, after Expo closes its doors. So uh, talking about the public realm, the parks, the trees, the landscaping, the buildings themselves, the difference in planning and how Expo, we benefited from the event time that uh, everything had to be designed around uh, human needs. So it's more of a human-centric, everything needs about walkability, about visitor experience. Like we built a city of this size, it's twice the size of Monaco. But uh, the main factor was always the human experience in everywhere. Walkability, resting areas, shaded areas, landscaping, comfortable experience of the entire visitor. So you can see now the expo is like the amount of people walking and enjoying and just sitting anywhere. Uh, they just feel comfortable anywhere. An expo is just like, it's an Instagrammable moment. It's a place to enjoy, to create memories with families. It's just like amazing how you see like public interact with all those spaces and uh, places across the site. So adding all those elements together, the architectural element, the uh, public spaces element, uh, the event and entertainment element, even the arts element, like physical art. We have like uh, 11 pieces of different arts that were uh, commissioned for the expo and they will stay after expo and they are uh, placed in carefully in specific locations across the site. So even legacy will become uh, not only a real estate destination, it will be also an art destination. The site is well certified, which means like uh, it met all the criteria as a environmental and the ecosystem for well-being. So it's well certified, it's very well recognized certificate by a very strong uh, organization in terms of the buildings, in terms of the public spaces, in terms of the of course, running track, cycling track, and so on. All of this is well certified. Wherever you are, you will be like 15 minutes uh, distance uh, in terms of uh, your residential, your work, your uh, park, your gym, your uh, shopping, grocery. So you are always within 15 minutes. Your entertainment, so there's actually no reason for you to leave this city because you will have all your needs within 15 minutes from yourself. Our reopening will be in, done into phases because we want to open gradually. So uh, we want to come back as fast as possible, but we need time to remove the party equipments and all of those things and do the necessary transitioning to ensure like the place is now uh, ready to integrate with the bigger city. Uh, as you can see, the site is ready. There's nothing major actually to be done. But, uh, you know, phasing a plan of the opening, uh, this is something we're looking at. Between now and uh, October time, it should be all open. Thank you for listening to Recorded by The National.
If you want to hear more episodes like this, you can subscribe to Recorded on your preferred podcast app or follow us at thenationalnews.com slash podcasts.